Welcome to Word Mission Church International Podcast. Now the Word with Paul Mensa Wood. And you see, one time uh, in First Samuel chapter 30, uh, this is not the main message, but it will, it will help all of us. Uh, David went to battle, and when he came back, everything was gone. And then he encouraged himself, and they recovered all. And then some of the people were saying uh, that, look, uh, some of the people that didn't go with us, they will not have part in the booty or the spoil. And David made a statement in 1 Samuel chapter 30, verse 24. He made a statement and he said, For who heed you in this matter? But as is his part, is, is who goes down to the battle. So shall his part be who stays by the supplies. They shall, be, they shall share alike. So from God's standpoint, I mean on Wednesday I was reading a beautiful letter also from someone in prison. You see, the one who stays by the supplies, the one who is praying in the background, the one who gave, the one who is editing videos, the one who is playing, all these things, we all have a part in the reward. Amen. It's not just me, it's not just Pastor Paul. No, all of us. And these pastors are sometimes difficult conditions, but they are so grateful uh, for what they received. And then the person, uh, people that reach out from different parts here, when we put the gospel on TV, that person in prison that gets encouraged, all of us have a share in it. Amen. Amen. And in the name of Jesus, I pray, may God reward you and bless you richly in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. It ties into what we are talking about this morning treasures in heaven amen and i trust and i pray in the mighty name of jesus that may your life be transformed by the entrance of god's word i said may your life be transformed by the entrance of god's word you see there's a there's a there's a flood or rain already in the earth and we've been looking at in this season in how to thrive in the midst of crisis in the midst of difficulties, how to make it so that you can be a blessing as well. And you see, uh, you see, light is our greatest asset in times of darkness. When it gets darker and darker in the world, uh, that is the time that the people of God thrive and shine. The Bible says in Isaiah 60 verse 1, Arise, shine, for your light has come. And the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, and deep darkness the people. Oh, but I like this. But the Lord will arise over you, and his glory will be seen upon you. The Gentiles shall come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your rising. So in, in, when gross darkness covers the people, uh, that is when we shine best. And, and you see, in the time of Noah, the Bible said that the flood covered the earth for 150 days. Even if you are an Olympic swimmer, you can't survive swimming for 150 days. <laughs> and as it gets difficult in the world, thank God the people that find safety in God and in his ark and in his house and in his temple and in his house, uh, we will be doing all right. Amen. I said, you will be doing all right. 
in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And you see, we have a situation in the earth. You see, there is hope for this nation. Even in Sodom and Gomorrah, God, God said, I mean, 10 people. There are more than 10 people in this nation. Uh, God will see us through. I said, God will see us through. I said, God will see us through. And what we have to realize, notice what the Bible says in Matthew chapter 6. Thank you, Lord. Verse 19. Matthew 6, 19. He says, do not lay up for yourself treasures on earth where moth rat destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. There's an economic tsunami, not, I mean, all over the of the world. And you see, to really make it, we must determine where our heart is and where our treasure is going to be. Now, we have this, this dilemma in the earth right now. You see, there are people who are givers uh, but are not spiritual. And then we have people who are spiritual and also not givers both will not end up well the truth of the matter is uh, one of the secrets to living a blessed life and being a blessing is to live a simple life you see the prodigal son in luke chapter 15 verse 17 to 24 he got to a place where he said look um, uh, forget about this whole serving god being in the father's house doing all these things give me my share of the inheritance and, and let me go to what i need to do and when he got the inheritance his lifestyle changed and with time uh, he ended up being in want then he said no 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 this thing is not working it is sometimes when you are going down a certain path and things are not working you have to stop and figure out what's going on he said, I'm going to arise and go back to my father's house. I'm going to arise and return to my father. I'm going to take care of the spiritual first. Uh, for us to walk in financial blessing and, and to be a blessing to others, you see, it's tied to our spiritual walk with God. And it's so important that we take care of that peace. In Malachi chapter 3, notice what the Bible says. Malachi chapter 3. Thank you, Lord. He says, in verse 3, he says, He will sit as a refiner and a purifier of silver. He will purify the sons of Levi and purge them as gold and silver, that they may offer to the Lord an offering in righteousness. Then the offering of Judah and Jerusalem will be pleasant to the Lord as in, as in the days of old, as in former years. That means that there are some offerings that are not pleasant to the Lord. 
that they may offer an offering in righteousness. And your offering will be pleasant to the Lord. You see, spirituality is a booster of destiny. Spirituality is a fertilizer in the kingdom. That means that there are some offerings that are not, that are not acceptable. And in 3 John, notice this, 3 John is only, is, is only, is only one, one chapter. Verse 2 he says, Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. So your prosperity in all things and in health is tied to the prosperity of your soul. An offering in righteousness. Is if someone steals, is a thief, and offers to God, they need to take care of that spiritual that side first. The Bible says in Zechariah chapter five, Zechariah chapter five, verse four. He says, he says that I will I will send out the care, says the Lord of hosts. It shall enter the house of the thief. Then the classic King James puts it this way. He says that it shall enter into the house of the thief. So the curse of the Lord is already on the thief. So it, it, what he's offering is not acceptable. Oh, but thank God Jesus Christ came and took care of that. Amen. Can make a decision to receive Jesus Christ into your life. So if you are spiritual and you are not given, there is nothing to multiply. And you see, he talks about lay up your treasures in heaven. We'll get to that here shortly. Then there is another condition where we have um, givers who are not trusting or trusters who are not givers. If nothing is given, the Bible talks about the fact that God multiplies our seed sown in 2 Corinthians chapter 9. Verse 8, he says he gives bread to the eater. So, for the, the, I mean, he doesn't want people to die. He will, take, he, will prov, he will provide. But the thing that gets multiplied is the seed. He multiplies the seed sown. So, so, zero multiplied by a million. You can multiply it all you want. It's still, still zero. <laughs> 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 but the thing that we need to be conscious about is the fact that you see he says lay up your treasures in heaven let's go back to that verse again lay up your treasures in heaven where the thieves and the moth cannot access it Where thieves cannot break in, where moth, and, and don't lay it up on the earth, lay it up in heaven. Treasures in heaven. We have another condition um, where we have people, givers who are not workers and workers who are not givers. You see, in Job chapter 1, verse 10, Satan was testifying. He, said, he told, told Job, You have blessed the work of his hands. We talked about this last week, how God blesses. The work of his hands. See, God is not going to bless idleness. That's another thing. But we have to be conscious of our heavenly account. You see, when you lay out treasures here on the earth, it says thieves, rust, and this is subject to inflation. 
But when you lay up your treasures with God, when you need it down here, God will deliver it at the rate that you need it at. You see, God, you see there's no dollars in heaven. God, I mean, no. The dollars and God doesn't spend dollars in heaven. I mean, this, the, the heaven is made, he says, streets of gold. But there are no dollars in heaven. You need dollars when you go to the gas station and when you go to the grocery store. But when your account is with God, whenever the time comes that you need it down here, God will ensure that it gets down here to you at the value that you need it. Inflation doesn't mean anything to God. No, 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 no. In fact, God is doing all right. <laughs> Streets of gold. See, it's not a, he's not afraid of gold and stamina silver. No, no, these are not those are not things that, that, that scare God. But he says that lay up treasures in heaven. There was a certain there, there was a there, there, there was a certain man that came to came to Jesus Christ. And when uh, we call him the rich young ruler, I mean that, that's how we identify him. In, in Mark chapter ten, verse twenty-one to twenty-two, he came to Jesus and he was boasting. Is that and that's how we do? I've read the Bible from cover to cover. Is someone who say? No, what is, we should be interested in not just the cover to cover. What's in the what's in between the covers? <laughs> but he was came to Jesus and he was boasting and saying all these things. I've done the law. I've, I mean, and 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 he, he had been he had been blessed materially. And Jesus gave him a test. He said, whatever you say you know, uh, you will be tested. Jesus gave him a test. And said, notice this. In Mark chapter 10, verse 21. Oh, I love Jesus. He says, then Jesus, looking at him, loved him and said to him, one thing you lack Go your way, sell whatever you have, and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. There's that phrase again. And come take up the cross and follow me. But he was sad at this word and went away sorrowful, for he had great possessions. One thing you lack. That should be our prayer. Lord, show me the one thing that I lack. He said to him, go and sell everything. He offered him discipleship. Everything, everybody that Jesus Christ offered, I mean, discipleship and apostleship to, they told him, follow me. He told them, follow me. So go and sell whatever you have and give to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven. He heard differently. Jesus said, be careful how you hear. He heard, sell everything that you have and do without. And he's the one that is boasting that he knows the law. I know this thing. But if he had known, Jesus was offering him a deal of a lifetime. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 19, Proverbs chapter 19, verse 17, it says, He who has pity on the poor lends to the Lord, and he will pay back what he has given. 
he had, wow, all these great possessions that I have, you are saying I should give it away. He was, he was sad. He that has pity on the poor lends to the Lord and he will pay back what he has given. God is not going to owe anybody. Like, what, Jesus? Give everything to the poor? Come follow you? Not happening today or tomorrow. <laughs> Set up your account with me. When you read the Bible, it's easy for you to say, if I was there, this is how I would have acted. Now you read about it and you say, oh, this person missed out. But I pray in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, may we lay up our treasures with the Lord. He says in 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 17 to 19, again, he's talking about rich people. He says, let them lay up, store up, let them have their account with me against 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 17. To 19, he says, Command those who are rich in this age not to be haughty, not to trust in uncertain riches, but in the living God who gives us richly all things to enjoy. God gives us things to enjoy. Let them do good, that they be rich in good works, ready to give, willing to share, storing up for themselves a good foundation for the time to come, that they may lay hold on eternal life. Ready to distribute. Lord, who do you want me to be a blessing to? That they store up for themselves a good foundation for the time to come. He didn't say, no, 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 it's, it's being rich is a bad thing. No, no, that's not what he's saying. He's saying that don't be proud, but trust in the living God and be willing to be a blessing. I see God using you to be a blessing in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. I said, I see God using you to be a blessing in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Rake toward God. Remember that person in Luke chapter 12 verse 21. This, the Bible described this person that they were not rich toward God. They had everything. And they got to their place. They said, okay, now let's relax. Let's enjoy. Fill the bonds. Take it easy. Get in front of the TV. Enjoy, get some popcorn, and don't care about anything. <laughs> don't care about God's way. Don't care about the poor. Nobody. God said, you fool, you dumb dumb. <laughs> Today is going to be your last day. Not rich toward God. I see your account with God loaded and full in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We have to be conscious of this heavenly account. You see, we, we all like this verse in, in, in Philippians chapter 4, verse 19. My God shall supply all your needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. It, it's a verse that we, we like a lot. You see, 
And everybody, we want God to supply, God to be our supplier, supply all our need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. But notice in verse 15, read it, let's read it in context. He says that, now you Philippians know also that in the beginning of the gospel, when I departed from Macedonia, no church shared with me concerning giving and receiving but you only. For even in Thessalonica, you, did, you sent aid once and again for my necessities. Not that I seek the gift, but I seek the fruit that abounds to your account. Notice that phrase. I seek the fruit that abounds to your account. Indeed, I have all and abound. I am full, having received from Epaphroditus the things sent from you, a sweet-smelling aroma, an acceptable sacrifice, well-pleasing to God and my God. So I supply all your need. He's writing a, a letter to his partners. And saying that, look, you are the one that communicated with me concerning giving and receiving. I don't need anything. I don't seek a gift. But I seek fruit that abounds to your account. And what you sent me is a sweet-smelling aroma. An acceptable sacrifice. Well, pleasing to God. Some way, some way, somehow, they are giving on the earth into the ministry of the Apostle Paul had gone up as a sweet-smelling aroma, a sweet-smelling sacrifice to God. And my God, in response, will supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus, not according to the prevailing economic circumstance on the earth. No. You see, somehow, 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 it had registered in heaven. It says, your heavenly account. That's exactly what happened. Remember when Noah came out of the ark? He offered, the Bible says, a burnt offering. And when he did, the Bible says that God, in Genesis 8, 21, it says, And the Lord smelled a soothing aroma. Then the Lord said in his heart, I will never again cast the ground for man's sake, although the imaginations of man's heart is evil from his youth, nor will I again destroy every living thing as I have done. Everybody has to determine their place. He offered down here, God smelled a sweet-smelling aroma. Folks, our tithes, our offerings, our giving registers in our heavenly account. It registers with God. He smelt a sweet smelling aroma. That is what like, the same phrase that the Apostle Paul is using.
my lord and my god in this season as you remain faithful to the lord in the mighty name of jesus i see god my god supplying all your need according to his riches in glory by christ jesus if you believe that say amen, amen. my lord and my god so it is the blessing of the Lord on our lives that makes the difference. But not all givings are acceptable. Not all givings are, pro are profitable. So what is acceptable? One, the first thing to do is to give yourself to the Lord. That is the best thing that you can do in times like this. In 2 Corinthians chapter 8, Verse 1, there was famine in the land. In Acts chapter 11, verse 28, Agabus had prophesied about a famine that was coming. Like we were saying, famine is not new. Hard times are not new. And this famine came, and notice the response. The apostle Paul was taking an offering to go and help the people at Jerusalem. He says, moreover, brethren, we make known to you the grace of God bestowed on the churches of Macedonia, that in a great trial of affliction, the abundance of their joy and their deep poverty abounded in the riches of their deep liberality. For I bear witness that according to their ability, yes, and beyond their ability, they were freely willing imploring us with much urgency that we will receive the gift and the fellowship of the ministering to the saints and not only as we had hoped but they first gave themselves to the lord and then to us by the will of god they first gave themselves to the lord you only have one life jesus only had one life and he gave it to the Lord, and we are all now sitting here and enjoying the benefits and looking good. They first give themselves to the Lord. That is the first thing. Give yourself to the Lord. Holy Lord, take my life completely and use it for your glory. Use me for your glory. Take my mouth, my hands, my feet, every faculty, and Lord, use it for your glory in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. They first gave themselves to the Lord. And then, notice this group of people. He says, they are deep poverty. They were imploring and begging the apostle Paul to be a part of this offering. So we're talking about this. You have to start from somewhere. Someone will say, oh no, these people are poor. Don't take anything from them. No, 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 no. Please. That's when you get excited when it's tithes and offerings. I want to be a part of this. They are imploring, please, in their deep poverty. Let us be a part of being a blessing to somebody else. They were willing and beyond themselves, beyond their ability, they were freely willing. The second point is give honorably. It's not the volume, it is the value. 
in Luke chapter 21, verse 1 to, 1 to 4, Jesus was sitting by the treasury and watching the people give. And this widow, you see, again, Jesus, this widow person and, and came and offered just, she put in two mites. Jesus didn't say, look, this widow, all she had is, she has is two mites. Please, give, get, give her offering back to her. When I get to heaven, I'll look for her because I wonder what happened. <laughs> Afterwards. But Jesus said, she's giving more than all of them because she's giving 100%. That's all that she has. One time, Dr. Yonggi Cho in, in, in South Korea, he's going to be with the Lord. Because sometimes when people are in that state, it's, it, you want to say, you keep it. A woman brought a rice bowl, bowl of rice, as her offering. And she, knowing the conditions at the time, that existed at the time, knew that this was potentially this woman's last meal. And she said, no, 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 I can't take this. Then the woman rose up. She almost, was almost angry. She's like, do you want to keep me poor? You are the one that has been teaching us that we should give up our very best to the Lord. She said, no, keep, she said, no, no, I'm not keeping it. Do you want me to remain in this condition? Do you want me to remain like that? No, 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 no. You take everything. Take it. And, she, and he said, well, I did, I, 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 she, he received it and, 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 prayed, and, and prayed over it. Jesus said this woman has given her all. No, no, no. That's the way to get poor people out. And you see, one time, uh, Jesus, when, when he was getting ready to, to die, in Matthew chapter 26, verse 10 to 13, uh, the people were complaining, look, this woman has brought, uh, a, I mean, what she's done for Jesus Christ with the alabaster oil is like potentially one year's worth of wages. And the people were saying, look, what, what, is, what is the use of all this? We could have sold this and given to the poor. Jesus said, you always have the poor with you. But this that this woman has done, wherever the gospel is preached in the whole world, what this woman has done, verse 13, will be taught as a memorial to her. You see, how valuable is Jesus to us? What she did, we are still talking about it now. Why should this, I mean, this Jesus have this? But you see, she laid her treasure with the Lord, and that treasure is still speaking for her. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, as you remain faithful to the Lord, you see, when you love Jesus, I mean, everything, everything belongs to him. 
I pray in the name of Jesus that may God use you for his, in his kingdom. May he use you to be a blessing to missionaries, to missions, to build churches. One time a certain, a certain man came to Jesus. And when he came to Jesus, the people said, look, this man, he loves our nation and he has built us a synagogue. Please, do something for this servant or this, that, that is at the point of death. Again, it came up as a memorial. Give honorably to the Lord. And then, give willingly. Give willingly. Give willingly, like, the, like these Macedonians that we are talking about. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 12, 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 12, he says, For if there is a willing mind, it is accepted according to what one has, and not according to what he does not have. Then 2 Corinthians chapter 9, 2 Corinthians chapter 9, he, he says that, While... 2 Corinthians 9.13 While through the proof of this ministry they glorify God for the obedience of your confession to the gospel and, and for your liberal sharing with them and all men. There was a certain man R.G. Letourneau He was a great um industrialist here in, in America and he had, the, he, they had this giant moving machine and he got to the place where at the end of his life he was given 90% of his income to the Lord he figured out what he needs to live and he was given 90% and God so blessed him and you see uh, we, we, <laughs> we, we like this verse that says in Hebrews chapter 8, verse 6, that we have better promises. Hebrews chapter 8, verse 6. Notice what the Bible says. Hebrews 8, verse 6. He, he says, But now he has obtained a more excellent ministry, and as much he is also the mediator of a better covenant, which was established on better promises. So we have a better covenant established on better promises. So what, we, we, what happened in the Old Testament, the glory that Moses saw, all the things that all these Old Testament saints saw, we have a better covenant established on better promises. And Matthew chapter 11 verse 7 says, As surely I say to you, among these born of women, there has not risen one greater than John the Baptist, but he who is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. John, he calls John the Baptist the greatest prophet of the Old Testament. The least person of us who is born again is greater than the greatest prophet of the Old Testament. That's a big roll call. You are talking about Elijah calling down fire from heaven, raising people from the dead. They're saying that the least of us is greater than that roll call. And we have a better covenant established on better promises. 
But you see, like for somebody like Solomon, who was so blessed and rich in his time, he was also, and David as well, they were big time givers. So if we have a better covenant, established on better promises, and we are supposed to be greater than them, uh, then our giving should also exceed them. No, we don't like that. We don't say amen to that. <laughs> we say, oh, we'll do more miracles. Yeah, we'll do more miracles. We walk in greater power. Bring the power on. But giving of our tithes and offerings more than Solomon did. I don't know about that. <laughs> You will exceed them in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. I said you will exceed them in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. You will be greater than them in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I just love Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Lay up your treasures with God. And then finally, give cheerfully, joyfully, cheerfully. Don't give under pressure. No one is under pressure here. We just love the Lord and we want to add us to hear about the Lord Jesus Christ. He says that, 2 Corinthians 9, 7, So let each one give as he purposes in his heart, not gradually of necessity, for God loves a cheerful giver. I like how he puts it in the Amplified Version. Just give cheerfully. God loves a cheerful giver. Let me read it from the classic amplified. 2 Corinthians 9, 7. He says, let each one give as he has made up his own mind and purpose in his heart, not reluctantly or sorrowfully or under compulsion, for God loves. He takes pleasure in, prizes above other things, and is unwilling to abandon or to do without a cheerful, joyous, prompt to do it giver whose heart is in his giving. Hallelujah. Prompt to do it. Whose heart is in his giving. Give joyfully. Give cheerfully. In fact, be like the Macedonians. You are so happy uh, that you have an opportunity to give into the kingdom of God. Please, let us be a part of this offering. Have you seen, ever seen a company of people like that? You will be in that company. I want others to hear about Jesus Christ. I want others. This Jesus means so much to me. I will give, every, I will give everything that he asks of me. He requires of me. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I mean, the, the rich young ruler walked away from the best deal that he had. But think about Peter. When Jesus said, give me the boat. Oh, you want the boat to preach? Go for it. Later on, when he said, follow me, he said, I am following you. I pray our response is like that. Lord, in the name of Jesus, I love you with my all. It doesn't matter that inflation goes up goes down whatever happens god will take care of you god will supply all your need 
according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Your tithes, your offerings goes up as a sweet smelling aroma to the Lord. In Hebrews chapter 7, he talks about the fact, he talks about the fact that dear Jesus Christ receives our tithes in Hebrews 7, 8. It I don't know how it, it, it's there. It registers. That's the word of God. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, in this season you will see the hand of God at work in your life. In this season you will prosper and be a blessing. In this season God will use you to take care of the poor. In this season and beyond, you will give into missions. You will build not just one church, churches for the Lord. You are blessed in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. When the world is going through difficult times and seasons, those that choose to walk with God and his covenant, you are in for the best of times. I said you are in for the best of times. I said you are in for the best of times. I said you are in for the best of times. You are going to triumph in this economic darkness. God will use you to feed nations. My Lord and my God. Is he, is he having your needs met? I mean just your, need, your immediate family and your needs met. That's survival. That's not being a blessing. When you are feeding whole nations, like Joseph, that's a different, another level. That is what will happen to you in Jesus' name. I said that is what will happen to you in Jesus' name. You, we are blessed to be a blessing. Oh, my Lord and my God. Your heavenly account is sure. It's, it's, it abounds, yeah, it's, not, it's not, I'm not looking for a gift is what he's saying. It abounds to your account. And my God will supply every need of yours. Spiritual, material, whatever the need is. All means all. The last time I checked. <laughs> every need. You are blessed. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Let's rise to our feet. Let's pray. I've talked long enough. Oh, my Lord and my God. Thank you, Lord. The word of God is sweet, isn't it? It's so good. Thank you, Lord. Glory. You don't need to be afraid. No, 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 no. Thank you, Lord. In Psalm 112, verse 7, he says, talking about this person, this righteous, blessed person, he says that this person, the righteous will be, that he will not be afraid of evil tidings. His heart is steadfast, trusting in the lord that is where our trust and our confidence is and before we go let's pray and dedicate our lives to the lord let's dedicate our lives to the lord and say lord take our lives we give our lives to you first we only have one life to live we give our lives first to you in the name of Jesus. Lord, take our lives and use it for your glory. Talk to the Lord. They first give themselves to the Lord before everything else. Lord, I give my life to your service. Take my life and use it to reach others. Take my life and use it for your glory. 
God has a plan and a purpose for each and every one of us. Lift up your voice and make a total surrender to the Lord. Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, the need is great around us in our community and beyond. Take my life and use it for your glory. It is harvest time in the kingdom of God. Take my life and use it for your glory. In the mighty name of Jesus, in my neighborhood, on the job, around the people around me, Lord, let me be a burning and a shining light. Talk to the Lord in the name of the Lord Jesus. They first give themselves to the Lord. 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 My God, my God, my God. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Let's say, Lord, I am willing, O God. Lord, I am available in the name of the Lord Jesus. Take my life and use it for your glory. Talk to the Lord in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus. My Lord and my God. Take my life. Take my life and all that is mine, my time, my treasure, I yield it to you, O God. Take it and use it for your glory. Mm. Thank you, Lord, for your presence. Jesus. I pray for that one that is wondering, what am I going to do? In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, as they yield their lives to you, O God, may you come through for them in Jesus' mighty name. May you come through for them in the name of the Lord Jesus. Show yourself strong on their behalf. Thank you so much, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Let's give him the praise and the thanks this morning. Thank God for his mercy. Thank God for his goodness. In the mighty name of Jesus. We trust this podcast was a blessing. Subscribe for more messages like these. If you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior today, we would love to hear from you. Email us at info at wordmissionchurchinternational.org. We will love to equip you in daily walk, so sign up for devotionals and encouragement at www.wordmissionchurchinternational.org. You may reach us at 719-235-5535. 